Welcome to the podcast about the people who create comic books, graphic novels, and zines. My name is Roland, but you can call me Pops. Let's meet the Uncanny Creatives. So I spoke to Mark. Mark? At, not Mark. Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike. yeah. It's Mike at yeah. Uh, 215. Um, he's going to send me some books. Awesome. Of Warped. Um, awesome. The graphic novel. Now it came out before in what year? It came first out, edition. I think it was 2013, first edition. And then I published it with uh, 215, and then the contract ran out. Uh, then I, I did a self published edition. And like earlier this year, Mike contacted me because they wanted to publish it again. Oh, okay. Is the self published version any different than the? Oh uh, no, no. I'm, it's the newer one. I I added it a couple of jokes to make him okay. a little more current, but it's okay. basically the same stories. So. I the new one though has the short story at the end, the oh. the eight page story that w- that wasn't in the the original one. Okay, and it's not in the, the self published one. Yeah, no, that's not anywhere else either. Okay, I cool. did, uh, so I did that one for a product. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did that one for a contest last year. The story? Yeah, yeah. It got okay. like a semi-finalist or something. I can't remember the name of the contest. Did they end up publishing it anywhere? No, I, I don't think so. I think no. maybe online. Maybe they put it up online. I don't, I don't really remember, to be honest with you. Okay. So let's start with uh, how you got into comics, okay. uh, how long you've been in comics, and your first, me feel old. <laughs> your first big uh big break i guess first um one. okay so what we mean like when i started reading comics or when i started working in comics started working in comics okay uh well i went to to the Kubert school i graduated oh, in okay. 2004 mm-hmm. and uh, i started working pretty much right away on like indie stuff uh, most of my career it's mostly been indie stuff uh, i did a mini series for slave labor graphics written by nil cleed called Ursa Miners. And around that time, I got, uh, I did a few issues of the Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when they were still at Mirage oh, before they went to IDW. That's great. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. And like parallel to that, I was working in advertising, like doing storyboards for commercials. I did that for a number of years. You work on any cool commercials? Not really. <laughs> I want to say they were really cool, man. There was, it was just like, like, super lame stuff like it's good it's good training for drawing Uh you know because like you have to be fast and like figure out perspective and camera angles and stuff like that like really quickly because it was like like a one-day turnover for most most jobs and that so but you ended up drawing people like smiling and dancing and like drinking tea and stuff that's (laughs) not really not fun but I always did like indie stuff on the side I did, um, I remember I did an issue of Fraggle Rock for Arkea. I worked on Moon Lake with Dan Fogler, the guy that's in the Harry Potter, the new Harry Potter movies. Oh, okay. He has a comic with Arkea called Moon Lake, and I did, I did oh. a few things with him. And then uh, around that time is when I started uh, doing Warped. I started writing and drawing. Warped came out of uh, a class assignment when I was at the Kubert School. Um, for my writing class, we had to come up with like characters. And that's where I created those two characters. And that's when the idea came up because we would always talk in, you know, in art school about like how hard freelance life would be. 
you know, because you hear all these horror stories, you know, about people like trying to make ends meet, like doing their art stuff. So like that was like the germ of the idea. And then I just put like a girl in a robot <laughs> in cargo shorts and that's where it came out. Okay. <laughs> and it yeah, I, I thought it worked all right. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I've, I've self-published some stuff here in, in, in Chile. I did a, a graphic novel that I published through the Comixology Submit part. It's called Sam's Big Chance, which I wrote and drew as well. I worked on a book down here in Chile because I'm, I'm in South America. Okay. It's, an, it's a book about Easter Island, and we won a couple of awards with that down here, so that was cool. That's when I started teaching because I got tired of working in advertising because okay. advertising kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it pays all right, <laughs> but I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. So I've been teaching for like the past eight years. No, 10 years. 10 years, yeah. How long have you been in Chile? I'm, I'm from here. Uh, You're from there. Yeah, yeah, I've lived here most of my life. I just okay. I lived in the States for three years when I was going to the to the Cuber school and right. but I was in the Air Force, so I lived in Europe and a bunch of other places throughout my life. Oh, okay. But I'm from down here. Excellent. You don't yeah. sound Chilean. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot, yeah. I don't know, I just I just took to it, I guess. Okay. I watched a lot of action movies when I was a kid, so I guess that's why uh, I picked it up. Okay. <laughs> it's mostly die hard. Uh, yeah, well, I, I love Die Hard. Good stuff. Who doesn't? It's Die Hard and Back to the Future. So that's probably where I picked it up. So, yeah, like I, I've been working in comics professionally since around 2004, on and off, depending on what my work situation is. But in the last few years, I've been like since 2014, it's been pretty steadily like my second job aside from oh. teaching. What other books have you done that? Uh, I've, I've been working, I did a, a book called uh, Long Ago and Far Away that was published through Starburns last year. And that was a Kickstarter book. It was an eight issue series and that came out afterwards in free paperback, I think. I did a book for Scout Comics called Monarchs, which is a five issue miniseries. Came I out. Yeah. yeah, I drew that one. I co-created it with um, my buddy, Alan. He was a writer and uh, we published that through Scout. I worked on a book called Adamant that was a webcomic and then got published. I, I, um, they published like pretty irregularly of the issues, but it comes out like weekly as a webcomic. What else? What else? What else? What else? I've done a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, it's hard to keep track of it. <laughs> and right now I'm doing, I'm working on a book called Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master, which is, okay. uh, which was also done through Kickstarter. And that's, I think it's going to be published by S SBI next year. Okay after it's finished um Good. and i'm working on my own book which i just signed with a publisher it's called gun punch which gun i'm punch. yeah it's gun punch and i'm writing and drawing that one just same way as i did warped i'm writing drawing lettering doing everything and that's supposed to come out next year at some point what's that about uh it's about uh okay this is this guy evan who has like the worst day of his life like he loses his job he loses his girlfriend and at that same time he meets this girl at a bar and they hook up and the next day he wakes up and he has superpowers uh he he, he has the power um uh, he's been grafted with this alien armor basically he can create like huge guns from his hands mm -hmm. and basically he because of that he's hired by the coalition of planets to stop an alien invasion on earth 
but he has no interest in doing that. He just takes the job because it pays him a weekly okay. salary. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's basically how like it's about coming to terms with things that you have to accept in life that right. to other people may sound cool, but maybe you kind of know that sometimes they suck, <laughs> which oh, okay. being a superhero would suck really. So <laughs> that's kind of what I'm exploring, but it's, it's that, but with like huge guns and aliens and stuff like that. Cool. And I'm, I'm publishing it right now on, on my, my website and my social media every Monday and Wednesday. There's new chapters of that. Oh, if you want okay. to check it out. Cool. Do you do Patreon at all? No, no, no. I haven't, I haven't done Patreon because I don't, there's not enough hours in the day. Oh, <laughs> and okay. I just like, like people that do Patreon, they do videos and they do like uh, work in progress stuff and they take commissions and all that stuff. And like I'm teaching like two days oh, a week. Right. And I also, I, I work uh, with a college down here and in the design of the new programs and stuff like that. Right. So I have meetings about that. And then when I'm not doing that, I'm drawing either Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master or Gun Punch. So I okay. just, there's not enough time in the day. Not enough time to get to write. No, so, which is a good thing, you know. Tell but me a little yeah. bit about the teaching. What, what, what do you teach? Uh, I teach in the illustration program at a college called uh, Duoc down here in Chile. I've been, and I basically, um, right, uh, this semester I'm teaching um, commercial illustration. So we go from like different formats of commercial illustration from uh, social media to packaging to, um, to branding and stuff like that and how you can use illustration to boost products, basically. Yeah, so- How like, big is your class usually? How big is my class? Depends, it's usually around like 25 to 30 kids. Okay. I'm like that. The kids, how, how old? Uh, well, to me, they're kids, I'm 37. These kids are like 20. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm 55. <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. Everything's relative, I guess. Yeah, I know, right? But yeah. I, I don't feel like older, but yeah. they're like 18 and they talk to me about stuff that I have no idea what they're no talking clue. about. Okay. No, so. Does social media come into play when you're teaching at all? How so? Like, how do you. Um, I don't know how Chile's been handling COVID and, and dealing with okay. social distancing and stuff like that. Well, yeah, like all this year I've been teaching, you know, like virtually, you know, right. through this uh, platform called Collaborate that the okay. school has, but it, which is weird teaching illustration through the computer, <laughs> but yes. it's been somewhat working. So it's good. But, but when you mean social media, like, what do you mean? Like keeping in touch with your fan, not, not so much the school uh, or mm -hmm. classmate um, students, mm -hmm. but keeping in touch with your fans communicating with publishers or there, there haven't been any cons this year so yeah well that's, no that's the, alley. The, the, yeah that's the biggest bummer uh, i usually do new york comic-con every year and that's in, in a month or so yeah, yeah in a month yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know like i mean the day-to-day -day hasn't changed that much like usually since i'm in, in south america and i publish most of my stuff in the states like skype and zoom and all that stuff it's not weird you know yeah, like doing commissions and stuff like that. Like, I haven't really done that this year because oh, okay. it's like the mailing and stuff. Like, usually I, I can take commissions like before a show and then take them with me to the States if I go there or, right. you know, or do them at the show. But uh, that's, that's been kind of off this year, oh. yeah. which is a bummer. But m more than that, it's just like the f 
just going to a convention hall and just being with like a hundred thousand people that are really into the same things that you are and you talk to them and some mm -hmm. of them like don't know your work and they see you there or they know your work or you met them like in previous years like that sort of interactions you, i mean you don't really get it through You're social media so sure which is a bummer now, but when you were at kubert was mm -hmm. joe there yeah yeah i had uh okay. yeah yeah he was he was still with us um mm -hmm. i had adam kubert my first year i had andy kubert my second year and i had wow. joe kubert my third year nice. as, as narrative uh, art teachers yeah cool that was fun it was insane like i remember like the first day when like adam kubert came into the class and i'm like that's <laughs> 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 insane you know uh you kind of get used to it which is kind of a bummer after a yeah. while yeah, but I was I was in the, at the Kubert school like in the early two thousands. So like, okay. uh, it was around the time like Andy Kubert was doing like Origin and sixteen oh nine like those books, uh -huh. you know. And Adam I think was on Ultimate X Men, and Joe was doing I think he was doing uh, that uh, the year when when he was our teacher. I think he was working on uh, the gangster, the Jewish gangster graphic novel that he did. Like okay. yeah. in the early 2000s, he did y Yossel, I think, also while he was teaching. Them. And now Emma has Emma's the youngest. Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Has, her book Ink Inkblot just came out. I guess. Oh, I haven't ago. seen that. I'll have to check that. I out. I haven't seen it yet. We have to seek that out. It's a very talented cool. family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was pretty crazy. Like that's that was the thing. Cause like they would sometimes they would bring the stuff that they were working on to the class. Wow. And that stuff, that stuff was insane, you know? It's just like, you get to see, and they would like show you like, well, this, I'm, I'm drawing this like this, and they're like, oh my God, it's insane. <laughs> Are there any other artists or writers that you liked growing up or, or mm -hmm. when you got involved with comics or mm -hmm. knew about comics early on? Uh, well, I, my writing teacher was John Ostrander, <laughs> which is oh, also a trip. Okay. Cool. Yeah uh he actually came up like since i did warped as a like a short warp story for his class he came up with the name warped like the oh. book was just called the adventures of sandy and angus and he was like okay. no you need like one word yes. <laughs> and he came up with the with he, he he gave me like a couple of them and he's like mm -hmm. and like warp was one that i chose so yeah but i was he was always like, oh, he's the guy that wrote the wrote Spectre, you know, right. like he was, that was the big book. Right. But to me, he was the guy that wrote Heroes for Hire, like uh, in 97. Like yeah. that was the book that I was really into because like Pasquale Ferry was drawing it. And it was such a fun book. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. That's... So that was super cool. Uh, I also had uh, Sergio Cariello. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He was, he drew, he drew Azrael for DC Comics, like back okay. in the early 2000s. He then was at CrossGen. And I think now he was working for Dynamite. He was doing like some Zorro books or something. Oh, like Lone Ranger books, maybe. Okay. So he was another artist out that I had a teacher. And like some, sometimes you get people visiting the school. Like for mm -hmm. example, um, Damien Scott, you know, the, mm -hmm. the artist. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm a huge Damien Scott guy. And uh, he was drawing Bad Girl at the time. And he came to one of my classes to like show some pages to my teacher, to my painting right. teacher, Joel Napperstack, because he had been his student. And I was like, ah. And he had his portfolio and everything. It was like, right there. Like Joe Casada came in at one point. You know, nice. it, it, was, it was a cool place to be in. Man. Was it was good. cold as hell. And I had no money, <laughs> but it was a fun time. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, 
what else do you do besides comics for fun? Uh, these days for fun, uh, not much, man. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I play video games every once in a while. You know, like I just got the new Avengers game. Okay. And I've been. Strike I just, Force, I think it's cool. I, oh, no, I think that's the online one. No, it's I got the online. PS4 one. Okay. Um, it's, it's pretty fun. Like, I, I like it, but I've only been playing it for like a couple hours. Like, I, I don't know. Only, I don't really only a couple hours? Yeah. Cause, I mean, it's only like a 10 hours uh, game or 20 hour game. I don't know. Well, the last one I, I played like religiously was the Spider Man one, which was awesome. Yeah. But because I, I have friends that will, that will get a video game and they'll play it for like 20 hours straight and beat it. And I'm like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> I got to play one hour and like, I'm tired. I don't know. Yeah. Other than that, I, I play guitar and cool. bass cool. and try to make music. I used to play in bands until a few years mm -hmm. ago, but then I was like, I'm over 35. I can't be having these conversations about like, this is what we need to do to make a band break. It's like, it's not going to happen, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's just quit, you know? Yeah. Oh, but I still play once in a while. Um, <laughs> Aside from that, uh, before COVID, I do stand up sometimes. <laughs> stand fun. up, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fancy myself a funny man. You know, you have so. to tell a joke now, right? No, don't do this to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. One joke. <laughs> One, One joke. joke. I, I'm no, not a joke man. teller. I, somebody yeah, actually told me I could not tell a joke in my life. Well, the thing is, like, putting me on the spot here. How do you, How do you open your act? How do I open my act? Like, usually, I'll I'll talk about like. Like, okay, well, maybe you can't tell, but I'm 37, even though I dress like the missing Blink-182 member on his way to Comic-Con. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but, um, yeah, and I'm 37, and that's like the oldest I've ever been, which sucks. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, thanks, man. How long have you been doing stand-up? I, I started doing open mics and like, like a few years ago, like 2015, 2016, okay. around that time. Yeah, I only do it like if, if I'm doing it a lot, like I'll do it like once a month. Okay. If that, you know, I'm not like one of those guys that wants to make a career out of it. Now, I'm really into things that are hard to monetize, you know, like comic books, stand up, <laughs> books, music. Yeah. That's what yeah. I do. Well, all fun things. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> Good. When you were doing music, did you write at all, or you were just yeah? Um, uh, the writing of the music itself, we split between the guys in the band. I usually wrote all all the lyrics because I was I was a singer, and depending on the last band I was, we lasted like seven years or something. We we actually okay. put out a record and a and a and a, and, a, and an EP. That was fun, and I, I did all the lyrics. And depending on the formation of the band, because like people would leave or whatever i either would just sing or sing and play rhythm guitar or sing and play bass depending on whatever confirmation we were well-rounded I, I i it's not hard <laughs> like just to, to play sing? like I, I mean it's rock you don't have to like sing oh, really well, well. Yeah, you know, it's not like opera or anything right, you know? right, right. But it's fun yeah, yeah I, I always enjoyed it so it was cool yeah. but yeah i get to a point where like, if you're not making money at it, like, it, it becomes a chore after a while because you have to yeah. rehearse, like, two, three times a week, like, right. to sound kind of okay. And then yeah. the day that you're playing, you have to, like, get all your gear out of your rehearsal space, 
then yeah, go to the venue. go to the club, like set it all up, then wait, wait for people to come in. You play, and then you have to like take everything take down, down, and then bring it back. back. It's it's pain in the ass. Yeah. That's a good experience to have, though. It, it's fun. It's super fun, and you get like cool stories and stuff like that. We played at a town a couple times, you know. But you um, for anybody big. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> or clothes for anybody big? Nah, dude. No, nah, just local bands and stuff like local that. Local stuff. Nobody. That's anybody. That was fun. So, what's the future for Warped? Is Warped a one-time deal? Is there more stories um, to be told there? I I have volume two completely laid out in my head. I have the idea. I told Mike about it. Uh, we'll see how the first one does and but i, I would love to uh, do at least a second volume so i ha okay. i have the whole thing planned out in my hat and i think i still have something to say with these characters so okay. yeah so at least the second volume i'd like to do cool yeah it's it's, it's I, I like those characters <laughs> they curse a lot <laughs> i think it'd make a, a good um animation I would, that's, that's kind of the dream, right? Like, I would love to see it as like an, like an adult swim show or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, like an HBO plus type thing or, you know, that's like for a more mature audience. Yeah. Whatever that means. Older, right. older people like fun things too. I, yeah, they, we yeah. do. <laughs> Futurama did, I mean, Futurama wasn't really adult, but um, yeah. did very well when it was out. Yeah, yeah. Futurama was great. Yeah. That was so clever. Yeah. No, I said today you don't have to have a huge market. No, right? Successful. Yeah. You know, you could put it out on YouTube once a week. Exactly. Like even if, if we got like a, like, a, like a small production company, you know, that because um, I, I have a few books that are being pitched right now and stuff like that that I've done with other writers. But mm -hmm. so, who knows? Cool. Like, a, yeah. So we'll see know. what happens. There's so many different uh, yeah. spots Every, you can be in now. It's not yeah. just one place where you can put your, your, your hat. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm, up, I'm up for anything. But yeah, like any producers out there that are listening to this, <laughs> if you like Warped. Now, outside of comics mm -hmm. and music and stand-up, <laughs> okay. um, there's... The, the world, the things that are going on in the world now. I don't know how much it affects Chile. Uh, uh, kind of a lot, <laughs> yeah. A lot. How does it affect your work? What's going on in the in the hmm. industry? I mean, specifically to the comedy industry, because you have things happening with distribution. You have things happening with publishers. Um, I think independents are going to kind of yeah. rise to the top because they don't have those corporate bodies telling them what to do so they can kind right. of get a little bit more nimble how does that yeah you? i i look like my view because i've never been in like the mainstream area of comics not because i wouldn't want to like i would love to but the work itself and the people that have hired me and the stuff that i produce tends to be more offbeat from what they've told me i mm -hmm. think it's mainstream as hell but people tell me it's kind of offbeat so mm -hmm. i guess that's it so I'm all about like people producing their own stuff, you know, like the way I, I see like mainstream publishers, like there's more of a focus on like a certain type of product. Like I, I think when the market was not as fragmented as it is right now, 
they would take chances with like different books and different authors that would kind of off the beaten path, you know, right. you would have a guy like Evan Dorkin in the nineties doing stuff for Marvel, for example. Right. Yeah. You don't really see that much in like Marvel DC. They're doing like superheroes and they're, they're all drawn kind of similar, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's for, except for like, like very um, specific books. Most of the stuff to me looks there, there's a house style, right. which, which they always say they don't, but mm-hmm. I've had portfolio reviews with like editors at like the big two. And they're always like, this is great, but this is kind of not what we do, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, but in the nineties you did this stuff, you know? Yeah. So unless you're a guy that kind of has a, like a different flavor to your art or your writing, you're doing either like a mini series or you're doing your own thing. You know, like through Image or a smaller publisher or just Kickstarter and then like search a publisher afterwards. So, and that's a cool thing about it today that you have so many channels where you can distribute like your own Mm -hmm. thing. Like if you have a piece of paper and a pen and an Instagram account, you can do a comic and have a hundred thousand people see it, you know? Sure. So... And with the way the world is right now, like I think it's in the hands of people to just produce their own stuff and then have the publishers notice them, you know? Like, I don't think you need to chase the publisher to work in comics today. No, no. You can self-publish, you can self-print, you can print on demand, you can print like 10 copies of your book and bring it to a show and sell it to people, you know? So you don't really need a publisher, like a big publisher, you know? Like I, I work with, 215, 215, and like Mike has my back. Like that guy's a, the biggest fan of my book. And that's awesome, you know, because it makes a lot of things. Like if I want to be in the diamond catalog, that's awesome. Right. You know, and he's given me that opportunity, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But when I didn't have that, I still could self-publish and bring my books to shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, right. So I think today and with the way things are going, and I don't know how much longer we're gonna be stuck at home, you know, mm-hmm. just like do your own thing and yeah. just put it out there, you know? And if you, if you can, if you can't draw, like find an artist, hopefully pay them if you're not, <laughs> if yeah. you can, you know? But uh, yeah, like I see, I don't know. Have you seen the whole thing with, uh, I think it's terrific. Uh, the guy that now has the, the Rob Liefeld titles, uh, Youngblood and stuff like that. Cause there's, there's been a bunch of stuff on social media about that guy, like kind of screwing over creators and not paying them and stuff like that. I heard bits and pieces. Yeah. I, I just only found out about it like a couple of weeks ago, or maybe last week. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a lot of people like that. So don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just exactly. do your own thing, you know, create whatever you think is cool. If you think it's cool, somebody else will think it's cool. You may not become a millionaire, but if you want to do comics, you can do comics. Yeah. You, know, you don't need like anybody to tell you you can. Right. Exactly. Anybody you'd like to collaborate with that's working in industry now? I mean, there's there's writers that I would love to work with. I'm a huge fan of uh, Zeb Wells. He's awesome. Brian Azzarello would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> like I'm a huge 100 Bullets fan. David Lapham. I love Stray Bullets. Mm-hmm. So that'd be great. Hmm. Before uh, a few, until a few months ago, I would have said Warren Ellis, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's issues. Yeah, which is a bummer. But 
My here, favorite here. book is um, Planetary. My favorite book is Next Wave, man. <laughs> so I know oh, I Oh, Next Wave is an excellent book, too. Dude, I love Next Wave. So it was such a bummer when I found out about that guy. Uh, crazy. You know, like, I, I'm a huge Brian Bendis fan. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I, I love Brian Bendis, but I love Jinx, you know? Like, oh, I haven't right. read much of his Marvel stuff, except right. for, like, uh, some Spider-Man, like, Ultimate Spider-Man stuff. But mm -hmm. Jinx, like... Jinx was a really good book. Yeah. That was so good, man. Like, that's one of the reasons I wanted to write. When I read, I think it was issue two of Jinx. It was. It's, really, it's everything Jessica Jones should be. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that book so much. So that and like Powers and like his own stuff, like I really enjoyed. Yeah. And also Scarlet, the the one he did with Alex Maliano. Scarlet was good too. Yeah. Scarlet was super good. I don't know if if, but I don't know if it's finished though. Because I, I I think, I think it, done. is it. He did. He, oh, did, okay. he did another run. Uh huh. Because I, uh, I think I read two ago, trades four of years it. Ago. Yeah, there's two volumes. Yeah, yeah. Who now? I mean, now you could do some more. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Finally, that was that was a great book. So I'm I'm a big fan of what he does, like outside of superheroes for for the most yeah. part. Who else? I don't know. I think that that would be it. I think those those are the the guys that the main guys that I would like to work with. But other than that, like I'll work with friends of mine, or I'll just write my own shit. <laughs> right. You know. Any yeah. ideas if ever if, if Warp ever became a movie or a TV show? Any ideas mm -hmm. about who would play the main part? Um, I was thinking about that the other day. Um, I think I was talking to Mike. Maybe uh, if it was a cartoon, like I would love to have Gillian Jacobs do the voice of Sandy. Okay. And I would love to have Alan Tudyk do the voice of uh, Angus because nice. I, I just watched the whole Harley Quinn show. Uh huh. Uh, and he does like a bunch of voices in there, and he's insanely <laughs> good. Oh, wow. So yeah, those are the two guys that I would I would love to have a voice. And I was thinking because cause you read the book, right? Warp. I haven't read all. I got the PDF. I just yeah, yeah. Going through it, but when okay. I get the hard copy, I can sit down with. Okay, it. cool, cool. Because like, there's another character called uh, Alondra Luna, who's who is like a porn star that they have to uh, an alien porn star that they have to like deliver to a planet. Right. And I was thinking she could be voiced by Ming Na Wen. I'm a oh. big fan of hers. So yeah, that's. As far as I've thought it, that'd be <laughs> okay. cool. That's, that's good. That's yeah. Good. Going forward, I, mm -hmm. I, act, I like to ask the people I interview and talk with, who would be a good person that you either work with or not work with or admire mm -hmm. that I can talk to next for interview. For an interview, like, yeah. um, all right. I, I, I'm a big Eric Larson fan. Eric Larson. Okay. Eric Larson. I, I just, well, I, I'll plug it right now. I did a, a short story for Savage Dragon 2050, uh, uh -huh. which came out last month. So last if month. you guys picked that up, there's a six page story that I did. Oh, okay. So, so that's pretty cool, written by Eric. But I, I think I find him really entertaining. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. You know, and uh, also who, who, who could be, you know, you should talk to Alan, Alan Medina, who's the guy that I did uh, Monarchs with. Okay. Yep. He did a, 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 another book called Welcome to Paradise, which is really good. He did a book called Helicious for SBI, which is really good. Cool. Uh, so, so you should talk to him. He's awesome. He, he's, okay. he's, I mean, he's a super funny dude, but he, and he's a great writer. And he's also cool. my friend, so I okay. want to plug him. Cool, <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, cool. And the last thing I asked my, my guests... Okay. Um, something totally not to do with comics. Okay, cool. I like to cook. So if okay. I was 
in Chile mm -hmm. and making dinner for you, what would you want me to make for you for dinner? For me? For you. Oh, crap. Personal crap. meal, that, uh, your favorite. Crap. I'm a big Mexican food person. I know I'm from Chile, but I love Mexican food. So okay. if, if you could hook me up with a good burrito, a like good burrito, you have my heart, sir. <laughs> yes, a nice Meat, chicken no burrito. Meat. Chicken, now yeah, chicken's chicken. good. Okay, yeah, chicken's good. Chicken Which burrito. Is, there you go. Yeah, chicken burrito. A lot of lot of guac, you know. Some uh -huh. nachos, maybe. Nice. And you got you have my heart, sir. Excellent. That's, that's, that's <laughs> a way to a man's heart, right? Yeah, dude. Fernando, thanks so much for chatting with me. Oh, thank you, man. I will let you know when this is up and running. It'll be a couple of days before I get around to editing awesome. and posting it to the to the service. Okay, cool, man. I'll let yeah, you know when it's up. Let me know so I can like I plug get, it. And I'm going to no. start doing, I told Mike I was going to do some promotion for the book, reaching out to retailers directly. Awesome. 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 Thanks, thanks, so thanks so much, man. You're welcome. Yeah. You have a great night. You too, yeah, man. Take care. Later.